Hello, and welcome to The World According to the Knock, the shittiest tornado to hit your life and without impact on the rest of your life. On this road, you will meet the most fabulous people and also some absolute idiots. And we are here to help you decipher between the two and make your road a bit more bearable and most importantly, to give you some hope. Listener's discretion is advised due to the net sensitive nature of the podcast and the swearing. world according to the knock um this week two words bloody mental um it has been i don't even know how to describe it <laughs> it it's been like non-stop really non-stop so um on friday last friday um we launched the website and that has been extremely popular um we've done quite a few sections the blog section has been really really popular uh it's amazing to see so many that want to write their stories want to get their words out need to get their words out you know, a lot of this sits in someone's head. <clears throat> Sorry. So to be able to write down those words, get them out. <coughs> Sorry, I do apologise. Um, so yeah, blog page, really, really popular. You know, give it a read. Um, the resources page is actually the most popular area, which is fantastic. It's the whole point of doing this. So people know where they can get support. And if anyone knows of any other resources that I haven't added, can you please, you know, email me. The world according to the knot at gmail.com. Um, the majority of the website is public. So you've got the about page, you've got the home page, resources, you've got the podcast page, um, the blogs but you have two areas that are private which is the members area and the forum um, it's pretty obvious why they're private you know people want to feel safe and comfortable in their conversations um, and that is building up nicely um, so yeah been quite mad but then through that i'm getting professionals contact me which for me is a bit weird because <laughs> it's just me talking i'm not a professional um i'm just me you know um but it's wonderful absolutely bloody wonderful i've been really good with my swearing i've been very very restrained um it's been amazing and you know i've got a couple of zoom calls booked in for next week and we'll be chatting to people that want to understand why we're doing this wants to understand our journeys 
you know, that's brilliant. That's what we want. So, yeah, so it's been, yeah, quite mad. Um, so what I'm doing is on every episode of the podcast now is the link to the website. So, you know, go and have a look. Come and join us. Um, you know, any new new people that are just joining on this journey, come along. There is a wealth of information on that forum. There's so many there that could help you so much to understand what is going on in your lives. So, yeah, a um, little bit mad. Sorry, I've got to... Um, but it's been wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Some amazing emails uh, from professionals and from people on this journey um, giving me suggestions, saying thank you. So we're doing it. You know, this is ours. The website is yours. The website is yours. Don't ever forget that. It's 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 not mine. It's not the admins. It's yours. It's yours for you to use and connect with others and learn and survive this absolute shit show. Um, so anyway, this week's episode. I'm jumping um, because a couple of things. Um, a lady emailed me um, with a suggestion. And then I had a blog. And this blog post I read beautifully written. But oh, it made my, my blood boil. It really, really did. Because I can't get my head around it. Why, you know, people are treated in this way. It horrible. Um, if you want to know what the blog post is, it's um, just follow the rules, they say. So this week is about restrictions and about uh, probation and visa. Um, and funny enough, we had a visit from our visor this week who, when they came in, they said, oh, you know, it's lovely to get that sort of greeting at the door. <laughs> you know, oh, hi, come on in, you know. Um, but then we, the one thing I will say, and I say this quite often, is, you know, they can be difficult to work with um, but we have to always remember that they work with the worst of the worst and they see some real shit to put it mildly so until they get to know the offender until they get to know us you know you can you can be present at the meetings you don't have to leave you know, this is about your family. They're in your home. Um, you know, ask those questions. You know, build up that relationship. Be open and honest. And hopefully, 
it will make things a bit easier. More difficult to do with probation than it is to with visor. I will say that probation a bit of an elusive lot. Saying that, ours has been very, very good. Uh, we nearly finished with with them. Um, but they're more difficult, as I say, to like meet with. But <clears throat> you can communicate with them. Get the emails. Always get people's emails. Because then, you know, nothing could come back and bite you in the arse. And that's where we're coming into restrictions. So one thing I want to make very, very clear is the difference between the SOR and the shop home. So your SOR, so here we go, is the uh, Sex offense, uh, Offences Register or Sex Offenders Register. That is a notification tool only. It does not give restrictions. It's to notify the police of anything that is on that, you know, paper. You know, like you have to inform them if you're away for seven days at the same address over a year. Uh, if you're in staying at an address, with a child under 18, you have to notify them. Um, doing notifications can be really quite traumatic because you have to go back to the police station and everything. Um, I used to go, I don't anymore. I just, he just goes and does it on his own. Um, he feels more comfortable now being able to do it on his own. Um, but it's a very simple process. Make sure also when you go to do it that they ask for a private room. The one thing I will say is if you do any notifications, make sure you get a copy of the paperwork. Um, I have seen it a few times where no paperwork is given by the police officer that does it and then it can all go terribly wrong because then you haven't got proof that you've done it so get proof of everything please and that's why we say use your emails um, if you're doing a notification of like going away or anything like that do your notification at the police station but also email your visor copying your um your, P, your po which is your probation officer and if you do have ss involved in your life at the same time email them as well then no one can say you didn't do what you meant to do um too many times i've seen people getting caught out because they haven't done notification properly or you know they've come along and said oh no we've well, got to do this and you've got to do that send emails paper trail no one can question what you've done right okay so that's your sor and it is just a notification tool it does not restrict you uh the only time it can is if you go abroad um you know you have to go through the process of i suppose in some ways getting permission but uh, the majority of the times it's just informing them <clears throat> they just double check it and i've seen quite a few that have gone abroad um 
and it's been a very easy process so you know that's that's okay now due to the SOR um, and this is really important if you go anywhere on holiday in this country you know we like our campsites we like our caravan parks you know um, <clears throat> check the terms and conditions the majority of caravan parks you know like Butlins and I don't know what the other ones are Forest Dean Centre Parks will actually have it in their terms and conditions <clears throat> that anyone on the SOR can you know is basically not welcomed now you can be up in arms about it of course you can but try to look at it from a different angle you know we need to protect the people that we love from any allegations so look at it in this way and I've, I've said this quite a few times if you went to a caravan park and something happened to a child and then it was found out that you know someone on the SOR is at the park they haven't notified anyone or they haven't you know they're not meant to be there that can bite them in the ass because first that's the first person they're going to look at so this isn't just about protecting the children this is also about protecting your loved ones so try and look at it in two different angles um but you can stay at hotels you can stay at airbnbs i love an airbnb oh wonderful places you can find some amazing places they're not that expensive have a look it's a wonderful website so there are other options you know i think people get so angry it's like oh i can't do this and i can't do that but look look at the you know just all you got to do is just read the terms and conditions that's all you have to do you know i know we don't do that but just do it and you can still have that wonderful time away um i remember reading a tweet in the week and it was a lady saying about going away and just feeling free and it didn't follow them and just just wonderful you know that's that's what you want so if you can get some time out you know it's it's worth doing for your mental health so if you can you know take some time out um the shop home the sexual harm prevention order oh, i may have got that wrong sorry brain's not working quite right today but that is your restrictions now one thing i will say and this is for people before uh sentencing your solicitor can chase that up you can get a draft of the shopo before sentencing because if there's anything on there that shouldn't be on there or is not workable or anything like that then it can be challenged uh, by your barrister solicitor 
and can be amended or it can be removed. Um, we had some ridiculous restrictions on our hours to the point it actually infringed on mine and my children's um, human rights because uh, they wanted that any member of the police force could come into our home, um, search home from top to bottom and could look at <clears throat> all devices. Well, I can tell you the response to that one. Started with an F and ended with an off. Um, and they do push it. Now, the shop air restrictions are done mainly, and people don't realise, mainly by the police, mainly by the OIC um, investigating the case. Um, the CPS will either agree with them or they'll get them to amend them, but that's all done before you actually see the draft. So it's the police that have main control over the restrictions, what they want. Um, and the CPS will either agree or amend. So make sure, really, really, really bloody important, make sure that that draft of the shopo, I think the rule is that you are meant to see that at minimum two days before sentencing. I have seen them turn up with those on the day of court and then it adjourns the court. They have to faff around with it. So make your solicitor do their job and chase because they have the right to see those before sentencing. Um, the main reason I'm saying that is because after sentencing, if those shopos restrictions are agreed to, by the judge, they are very, very difficult to get amended. You have to go back to court and appeal it. It's a bloody nightmare and it's just more fighting that you really, really don't want. If you can, you know, stop it before <laughs> it's actually agreed to. So definitely make sure that those are seen before sentencing anyway so restrictions now this is where oh, there's a lot of issues um people are keeping to their restrictions the thing that we're finding is that some of the restrictions are very broad so that can make it extremely difficult for people to adhere to the to the restrictions and why they should be um you know uh amended and challenged um and the way we look at it is if we follow the rules then it should all be okay. We should get through this. But for some unknown reason, we've got probation officers and advisors that keep changing the goalposts. And I find that really, really sad. You know, they have 
rules that they have to go by, what they can do, what they can't do. But when they keep changing what can be done and can't be done, you know, I've heard of advisors and, and probation officers saying, oh, well, but you've got to do this, but it's not in my restrictions. But, you know, you have to do this. And it's like, how are people meant to know if it's not in the restrictions, it's not on the notification tools, and then all of a sudden someone comes along and goes, oh, no, but you can't do this. But, yes, you can do that. Oh, no, that's it. You're being arrested now. But if we don't know, if you don't tell us, how the hell... (laughs) Are we meant to keep on the straight and narrow? You know, we've been very lucky, and we have, and I know we've been very lucky um, with our probation officer, and we've been very lucky with our advisor, who is lovely, um, very understanding, and that's what you want. You know, I get it. I understand that they see the worst of the worst, and they think the worst. But guess what? This isn't black and white. There's a lot of grey. Get to, you know, understand the people that you're working with. Not every person you meet is a monster. A lot of these people caught up in this is for many different reasons. Not all of them. There's some bad people out there. But a lot of people to do with these crimes is not the way that society or media or the justice system thinks they are. And I just wish people would open their eyes. You know, this is a Pandora's box. (laughs) I don't see how they're going to close it. I really don't. This is getting worse and worse, and you know, no one's doing bugger all about it. Pisses me off. So, when you come along with your restrictions, adding on to restrictions that are already on there, you know, really think about that. Can you actually do that? And as families, and as you know, the people that we love that have committed these crimes. If you feel that it's infringing on your human rights, bloody tell them. Write it down. Make a complaint. We are allowed to complain. I see that a lot. People have a lot of real fear of complaining. Oh, I don't want to make it worse. You're not going to make it any worse. But you're going to make them aware that the way they're treating you and your loved ones is not bloody fair. Getting angry now. Sorry. <laughs> you know, there's this other one now where, uh, and someone mentioned this um, in an email to me. You know, if you're going to a barbecue, if you're going to a wedding, if you're going anywhere with family, even if family know, it has to be disclosed. Now, the weird thing of that is there's no consistency because some don't say that, some do. Well, make up your bloody minds. Do does it have to be disclosed? You know, I've seen I've seen some cases where people who 
might see family members once a bloody year that may have children at a wedding where there's loads of adults and where we as loved ones would never leave our loved one's side you know that's a given we have to disclose and we have to disclose to everybody that's in the room really think about it you know at the end of the day you know I'm, I'm really thinking about this now the SOR in this country is private it is private and it's private for a reason but then you've got people you know these agencies that want you to come in and you've got to disclose to everybody why if you've got someone supervising that loved one at a family event a barbecue a funeral i've seen it at funerals funeral you know weddings baptisms if they're being supervised what's wrong with that what why do why does it have to be disclosed to every bugger in the bloody room think about it oh god fucking frustrates me sorry Um, so my advice on that I think is be very upfront with your visor and your probation officers and ask them what do they expect what are their rules and if you're not happy and you think it's not doable or it infringes on your human rights make a bloody complaint please complain more people because we have that right we have that right to be treated as humans and our loved ones have that right to be treated as humans don't get me wrong a lot of them don't feel like they deserve to be treated like humans but they are they're not monsters frustrating but yes definitely when they come to see you talk to them write it down get them to write it down so you've got that paper trail right this is what i can do this is what i can't do this is what i have to disclose the reasons behind disclosure you need to ask them if they say you've got to disclose to you know your auntie's dog or whatever then ask why why does it have to be disclosed especially if you are going to be supervising so question everything when you get to the other side because i tell you what people think oh that's it sentencing all over that's it back to normal nah that's when the hard work can really really start and i know it sounds awful you know before sentencing everything is just you know your life's just taken over by the legal crap um but when you get to the other side it's like all the other stuff comes into play you know you've got probation you've got visa you've also got your emotions as well you know there's lots there to take on so but we'll do other episodes uh about the other side but please just question everything question everything um and think about your human rights and your 
your person's human rights as well because they do have them they don't lose those you know society would love them to lose them but they don't they still have human rights okay so people are emailing me giving me suggestions if you've got any suggestions email them over the world according to the knock at gmail.com or come to the website and contact me through there which is what people are doing now which is wonderful um you know let me know what you want me to talk about now um i am going to be starting to do exclusive content so those will be behind a paywall now those will be special guests um if people want me to, to go into more detail about the crimes um which i'm not willing to talk too much about on the podcast you know publicly um so i'm going to be doing two episodes now the interesting part is i'm going to be doing those with my husband uh, it's taken him a lot to do this bless him um but he wants to and i'd like him to um it's going to be two specific episodes so it's going to be about relationships uh, i get we get asked a lot you know have you done it have you have you got still got a marriage at the end of this and we're going to be talking about that um and also about addiction is another one which has been very prominent in our lives for the last 12 13 years um so we're going to be talking about that so if anyone wants to be a guest and when i say guest it doesn't have to be a professional it can be anyone if you want to come along tell your story it's all anonymous come along do it so that's it for this week thank you very much for listening um have a lovely weekend and we will see you next week come along to the website join up become a member come to the forum have a chat there come and say hi um and i will speak to you next week so thank you look after yourselves most important and take care